Hello, hello everyone. I hope you guys are doing and feeling amazing. My name is Christian. I am a spiritual mentor and you are tuned in to Talks from Sacred Solidarity. Again, I hope you guys are doing great and I hope that this month has been good to you. I hope wherever you are, you've been enjoying the fall energy, enjoying the cooler weather, some of us. Um, But yeah, let's get right into this episode. I hope you guys have been doing great. There's so much change. We are so ready for so much this fall. I think this eclipse season is going to be a very powerful one. And I think this new year is going to be the first actual, you know, feeling of a new year that some of us experience. Um, I definitely think, you know, now by new year, I mean by spring, you know, by the spring equinox. um, I feel like as spring rolls around, a lot of us are going to be shedding a lot of layers. And I think we're going to be learning those layers right now. So, of course, I always ask the Sacred Solidarity group chat which you can find in the Sacred Solidarity Instagram bio. You can find a link to the group chat there. Um, But in the group chat, I always ask you guys what you want to hear. I always ask for suggestions for the podcast and some suggestions to talk about basically who we allow ourselves to be in friendships, how to choose your role in friendships and relationships. Um, If you're always the mother of the group, if you feel like you always are the one that has to lift everybody's spirits and be the party girl, if you feel like the one that everybody, you know, comes to for advice is typically you, you know? This is about being able to decide your role, um, being able to fall into that and whatever, you know, things we deal with in life that kind of cause us to naturally or by comfort or by memory or just muscle memory or spiritual memory, we just kind of fall into a role. Sometimes we do this in relationships a lot. Like if you're the type of person to apologize for a lot of stuff or you just naturally take the blame for everything without even doing that, you can find yourself in a lot of relationships where that's the dynamic and you're like, wait. I haven't even realized that I've literally never allowed this person to be wrong. You know, every time they do something, I always trace it back to me and try to problem solve rather than, you know, putting the blame on them, sharing the blame for once, you know, being open about what I'm experiencing. Or if you're always the mom in the group or the one that's always keeping everybody in line and you just naturally are doing that when people have problems, you naturally offer solutions. Is that what you really want to do? Does that really make you fulfilled? Um, Or are you aggravated when people don't listen to your advice and then they run into problems that you are trying to protect them from do you find yourself to be you know too invested in the end result when you are that kind of friend is that healthy for you if it isn't how to make sure you aren't doing that that's what we are going to be getting into so hope you guys are ready for the tea get some snacks or just get comfortable or whatever the case may be. I really appreciate you guys for being here. As always, it means a lot to me. I know I always say it, but it really does mean a lot to me. Like the fact that anyone would listen to me or watch me or value my words and my thoughts really, really, really does mean the world to me. So I'm so appreciative of you guys and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think the tea is definitely All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I wrote down a few points to just kind of help me flow through this episode because there's so much that we're going to be getting into. And of course, I titled this episode, Choosing Your Avatar in Relationships, because the benefit about being you is that you have so many different elements of you, so many different parts of you, and you get to choose which parts of you are going to best benefit the connections around you. You know, every part of you does not have to be present in every connection. You don't have to be the mom in every group. You don't have to be the girlfriend 
in every group. You don't have to be the sister, the therapist, um, the, the personal trainer, you know, the business consultant. Um, you don't have to be that person in every connection that you are in. You get to decide which parts of yourself are best going to serve the connection. And it's about the connection. It's never about the person on the other end of the connection. And a lot of times, if not all the time, we get so connected and attached to whoever is on the other end of a friendship or a relationship that no matter what happens to the connection, we are attached to this person. And that isn't necessarily always a good thing, you know? So I think it's really important to choose your avatar wisely and be mindful of, yes, this is how I wanna show up in a relationship. You might wanna be the mom friend. You might wanna be the friend that people can go to. You might wanna be this person for your partner, but is that going to serve the connection? Is that going to serve them becoming the best version of themselves and you becoming the best version of yourself? Or is that going to set you back in your healing if it doesn't go the way you want it to? Or is it gonna set you back in what you've been working on? Um, Because again, we have to remember, Everybody in our life is going to serve our life differently. We're going to have different relationships with them, different connections with them. They're going to have to teach us different things. We're going to go through different experiences with these people in our lives. And if you aren't able to, you know, practice patience and allow certain situations to play out, really figure out who somebody is before you label yourself as something in their life, you'll kind of run into the same problems all the time where you feel like, dang, you know, what's wrong with these friends? They don't want my advice. What's wrong with these people? They don't want my love. What's wrong with this? They don't want this or, you know, have these unrealistic expectations for people in your life because you see them as one way and they haven't even said, see me like this. I want to be valued in this way. I want to be put on this pedestal. So a lot of times we kind of have this preconceived notion of what we've been missing in our life and, you know, enjoying someone's space and enjoying someone's time, especially when you've been in a space of isolation is very, very easy. And I think it's not really the best decision to try to make these lifelong, deep-rooted soul connections after you've been in hermit mode for six months. Like, you're gonna be ready to get matching tattoos and go on the BFF trip with the first person that you come across, you know? Like, you're gonna be so ready for connection, for love, for openness. You're gonna be so ready for that. And that's not a bad thing. Of course, we of course wanna be ready to make these connections, but you still wanna have your discernment. You still wanna have your boundaries and standards. You know, you don't want to ever act off of desperation when you're trying to connect with people and show up for people whatever the case may be. You always want to give yourself the benefit of patience so you can really observe someone's character, observe someone's actions, figure out, okay, if this person is going to be in my life, how? How are they going to show up in my life? How are they going to be connecting with me? What versions of themselves are they bringing to me? And what do I have that can best serve us connecting with each other? Who do I need to be so the connection that this person and I have is the best? You know, no friendship is the same. And just because we know no friendship is the same, you know you don't have to be the same person in every connection. You know, if that was the case, every friendship would be identical, but it isn't. You have friends where you do one thing, friends where you do one thing, 
they have different people that they they do different things with as well we are multifaceted and we connect on a bunch of different levels with a bunch of different people and when you don't allow that to flow you end up kind of being this carbon copy version of yourself in every connection and you don't really like that version of you because maybe it is your go-to version when you're in a space um, where you you know really want to make a connection work you know like for example if you're someone that isn't really strong at setting boundaries if you don't check yourself in certain connections you will allow people to be in your life and let them start taking advantage of you and you won't even realize it you'll be like wait I haven't even told this person no and now I'm about to leave work and go do this and this for this person and I literally could have just told them no that I didn't have the time like have I been setting boundaries or have I gotten ahead of myself we all do it it's called getting ahead of yourself and that's what happens when you know you starve yourself of connection I think the best way to kind of determine who you want to be in a relationship is to make sure that you don't starve yourself of connection outside of that because when you do you'll automatically be one version of yourself and you might like that person or you might not you might feel like that person says yes too much you might feel like that person tolerates too much you might feel like that person is you know too optimistic we all know that version of ourselves in the beginning of a relationship or a friendship where we ignore all the red flags and we're excusing everything away like this is something that we all do as people before we're able to actually really see who someone is and see how we can benefit them and I don't think that it's ever going away because we are people we're emotionally driven that's how it's always going to be but there are ways to just make sure that you are mindful in who you're showing up as and I think patience is a great way to do this because again you allow yourself to see how a relationship is forming you know how does the person that this person is becoming how does that benefit you how does that reflect you how does that help you what does that show you you know is that leading you to anything that you need is that fulfilling any space in your life that was once previously empty it gives you an opportunity to really see a connection versus giving someone the best of you and then being like wait now I'm drained now I'm not served now I'm overwhelmed you know now I don't trust people now I don't want anybody around me because I've given you know a certain part of myself to people that did not deserve it you know I think a lot of problems with the friendships I've had in the past that haven't worked out I think that you know they were good people but I also feel like maybe we just didn't need to be sisters maybe we just didn't need to be bffs until the end maybe we didn't need to be as close as we were a lot of relationships end in a bad way because y'all were only supposed to be in each other's lives for six months or for two months you know it was just supposed to be co-workers and that was it it was just supposed to be friends right here and that was it it wasn't supposed to go deeper than that you couldn't serve each other deeper than that but because you obviously were attracted to this person's energy you like this person you immediately gave this person a nice cozy space in your life you immediately set a certain amount of expectations for them you immediately put them on a certain pedestal as someone in your life and you're dedicating your time and your energy to them it kind of skews whatever that lesson was supposed to be or skews whatever that message was supposed to be because you're already putting your stamp of what you feel it is and most of the time we put that stamp on it before we can even really see you know if it's even that or not and I know a lot of people talk about being the mom friend all the time. And I think a reason that we become the mom friend, because I've been the mom friend in certain groups. I think the reason that we become that person just naturally, um, you know, knowing solutions, feeling like you always know what people need. Um, that's something that I definitely had to work on. Just kind of letting people make their own decisions, not feeling like I have to always tell somebody, hey, this isn't going to work out for you. Because let's be real, I'm psychic and I always have been. So 
anytime somebody's made a bad decision, I've known. But I used to be, I used to feel, I don't know if I would feel guilty or if I would just try to maybe stop my friends from going through certain pain that I knew was inevitable for them, you know? Um, wanting them to make certain decisions or even if I have somebody in my life that says, oh, I wanna, you know, deal with stress better. Oh, I wanna do this, oh, I wanna do this. You know, I used to always be the person to be like, hey, this is what you wanna do. Here's some links about it. Here's some websites. You're looking for a new job. Here's some new positions. You're looking to get something else. Here's this. You know, I'm just that kind of friend. I'm very resourceful. That's how I am with myself. So I'm very resourceful. So, you know, if you are someone who is resourceful, um, then you might find yourself doing that. And then if someone maybe doesn't listen to what you say, or they keep asking for jobs, or they keep saying that they're stressed and you know, you keep giving them advice, you could be feeling like, wait, why isn't this person just taking my advice? I've already given this person things to do. Why aren't they listening? Did they ask for that advice? Or were they just venting to you? Did they ask for that? Did they want that kind of information? You know, I think it's important to allow people to kind of set the tone. And again, the connection, the connection is always going to be different in every relationship. I think we should always show up as ourselves, but we should be careful about trying to predetermine or trying to jump the gun and decide what our connection to someone is going to be before we just allow ourselves to naturally exist in each other's energy. You know, it's kind of like if you're cooking something and you're trying a recipe for the first time, you're not gonna mix a bunch of ingredients together and be like this is going to be cheesecake you don't know if it's gonna be cheesecake yet you have to put it in the in the whatever you have to i don't know if you put cheesecake in the oven or the fridge i don't know but you have to prepare it you have to wait until it's finished taste it and then you'll know what it is you have to let it meld together you can't just put a bunch of ingredients in a bowl and be like this is the, d the dish because it's not the dish it's just the ingredients you know up against each other you have to let things kind of marinate a little bit you have to have a couple of conversations with this person you know you have to understand how they were raised where they come from you know how they deal with stress how they deal with frustrations can you have a hard conversation with them can they do that with you do they talk trash about people in their life is that something that you do that they aren't doing you know um are they open and honest with you about things that they're dealing with are they asking a lot of favors of you um do you feel like they vent to you about a lot of things that's going on in their life do you realize they need to set stronger boundaries with the people in their life that they tell you about you know whenever you connect with someone you're learning from them you're learning about them you're learning the nature of them and the energy of them and if you already have a rose colored lens on that tells you oh my god I have to help this person I have to figure this person out I have to be this and this and this for this person all of those things I just said are going to be affecting you on a totally different level because you're already so invested in where this person is going and who this person is becoming and I think that the people in our life it's so important to remember that they're their own character all you are is a supporting character to whatever they're doing that's it as a friend all you're there to do is support so in a friendship I always allow that friend to be the main character for me. And I'm sure that they're doing the same thing based on what I need from them, you know, because as a friend, I'm also, you know, showing you what I need as well. I might let you know, hey, I'm having a rough day, you know, or I'll let you know, hey, I'm looking to do this. I really want to motivate myself this way. I'm looking for this. Have you ever heard of this? Or do you have any recommendations for me? You know, like 
the person that you're trying to connect with is going to set the tone. They're going to let you know what they're looking um, for from you. They're going to let you know what they expect from the relationship. It's not like you're going to go in there and they aren't going to make a move and you aren't going to make a move and you have to decide what's going to be going on. Because if that's the case, you guys shouldn't even be friends. You guys shouldn't even be around each other. And that's really the truth. A lot of times we make friendships based on our ability to just want to heal people that we come across. And it's like, this wasn't even supposed to be your friend. This wasn't even supposed to be anybody that you were supposed to be around. So patience is definitely going to be a virtue in this. Be mindful of the connection. Be mindful of what this person needs. Be mindful of this person's energy. Take time to observe people. Take time to learn people. Don't feel like as soon as you connect with someone, you have to be all in with them. Give it time. Even if the energy is exactly what you've been looking for, give it time. You'll have time with them. So there is no need to rush. There is no need to overextend your energy. Um, you know, just, just give it time. Time is great. Give it time. Also, just because I said, you know, the people that we connect with are going to be setting the tone. They really will be good or bad, you know? So if you have people in your life and like I said, they're asking for a lot of favors out the gate, they're asking you for money. They're asking you to inconvenience yourself for them. Um, they're putting you on the spot. They are trauma dumping on you. Every time you talk to them, it's always something negative or just something that isn't what you want it to be. Um, let's say, for example, you end up going on a trip with somebody that you just meet. They're expecting you to pay for everything or they're complaining about everything. You know, a lot of times we can put ourselves in a space where we let people choose for us. And that's where boundaries comes in. And I really wanted to get into boundaries to wrap this up and I definitely will, but don't allow people or a group or, you know, just a partner, don't allow anyone to tell you who you're going to be for them. And I know that might sound a little contradictory because I just said that we should let people set the tone. We should see what someone asks of us, you know, how they treat us, but you should see that so you can decide, okay, does this align with what I need? You shouldn't see what people want and just say, yes, sir. And get to it. You know, if you become a friend of someone and they're asking you for money, they're asking you to inconvenience yourself, they inconvenience yourself. They trying to stay with you. They know you got a business. They trying to get some free stuff. You can see this person is trying to take advantage of you, um, in a way that is, you know, manipulative. This person maybe could have been complaining about a lot and now they're trying to act certain stuff of you or whatever the case may be. I think we've all come across a couple of shady characters that, um, you know, could just try to put you in an uncomfortable position because they need something or because they're looking for something or they can even meet you and just trauma dump you and you could be trauma dump on you and you could be in a really uncomfortable position and now they're telling you all of this terrible stuff and it's making your energy feel even weirder, but you don't know how to tell them to stop because you can tell that they need someone to vent to. So you want to be open and honest. I mean, I've been through it all. Um, sometimes we can connect to people and it can just go very, very left. They can totally, you know, disrespect your boundaries, your privacy. Um, also, you know, just your, the, the spiritual boundary that you have to say, I can't take this in right now. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to be around this, you know, just being mindful of that is always good. So you have to be mindful of what someone is showing you one and also figuring out if it's going to be aligning with what you need and with what you're looking for. So I think having in mind the type of friend that you, you want to be having in mind the type of friend that you're looking for is also key because people are going to show up in your life however they want to. So I think it's important to 
be able to see, okay, this is obviously not the type of friend I want, or this is. Because if you don't have a specific thing that you're looking for, anybody can come in your life and you can have a great time with them. You can laugh with them. You can enjoy time with them, space with them, have a ball. But if you're looking for someone to come into your life that's able to give you advice, if you're looking for someone to come into your life that is spiritually mature, if you're looking for someone to come in your life that can help you communicate, someone that is very expressive of their emotions, someone that is very creative, um, and you come across people that aren't those things, if you already know in your mind that that's the standard that you're looking for, if you already know you've been working to be a friend to someone who has these characteristics, when you come across people that are the opposite of that, you're going to know, okay, maybe this person and I have the same aesthetic, but this isn't who I need to be friends with. Maybe this person and I like the same stuff, but this isn't someone that I can really build a relationship with. This isn't someone that I can really have in my life, you know? And it's important to be specific about that. And it doesn't mean that you're being picky. It doesn't mean that you're being, you know, that you think you're better than anybody, because hopefully if you have certain standards, you're also holding yourself to those standards. Hopefully if you want to be the friend that doesn't have to give everybody advice, that you're also, you know, taking that advice and being mindful of your spiritual maintenance and you're taking care of yourself. You know, I'm someone who's very passionate about having everybody in my life on some type of spiritual journey or something. If you're a friend of mine, then you need to be going to somebody's church. You need to be going to therapy. You need to be trying to be the best version of yourself you can be. You need to be taking accountability. You need to be doing all of the grown and healing things. And if you're not, we're not going to be friends. I'm sorry. If you're not taking accountability, if you're not communicating effectively, if you're not being the best person you can be in your relationships and making good, mature choices, then we can't be friends because I do all of those things. And when I do all of those things, you know, it's a lot of work. I need a lot of support. I need a lot of motivation while I'm trying to be the best version of myself because sometimes it is draining. And there's also parts of me that doesn't want to be the best parts of myself. There's parts of me that might want to act ignorant. There's parts of me that might want to not be always responsible. There's parts of me that might want to, you know, go back and give stuff from the past energy or go and allow something to really stress me out or really bother me. So I need to have people that can, you know, make sure that I maintain my energy and who I'm supposed to be when I can't do it for myself. That's been a big thing for me. Just that's what I've learned recently about friendships. I need people that can make sure I can connect with my higher self and be the best version of myself when I can't do it for me. If I can't motivate myself, can you motivate me how I would need to be motivated? If I can't give myself advice, could you advise me how I would need to be advised? And that might be a very specific thing, but guess what, baby? that's what I want. That's exactly what I need. I need something very specific. I've had a bunch of friends, you know, and I've discovered as most people have discovered that in terms of friendships, you know, it is always going to be quality over quantity. It is always going to be, you know, wisdom, experience, love, honesty, trust, compromised, genuine energy, you know, all of the things that you need, all of the things that are necessary for a healthy connection. It's always going to be those things over just having a good time, you know, especially when you're someone who is really, really working on your energy. Um, anytime something is a priority to you, the relationships around you should reflect that no matter what, um, period. You know, I know a lot of people who are, you know, super, super healthy and, you know, they only hang around people who are really, really healthy as well. Or certain people who are vegan that don't allow people to eat certain stuff in their home and they try to surround themselves by people that are vegan as well. And I'm not saying that this is right or that we should, you know, 
cast anybody out or not be somebody's friends because of, you know, whatever they do lifestyle wise. But I do think it's important to connect yourself with people that can represent the best version of you when you can't do that for yourself, whatever that may look like. Um, and of course, everybody isn't going to be that. You're going to have certain friends that you do this with and certain friends that you do that with. But I think at the core, these should be people that you are proud of. These should be people that make you proud of yourself for choosing them to be in your life. And if you feel like you look through your friend group and there's none of those people there, then you have to ask yourself, you know, what role are you serving in these groups? Have you become the friend that's just always there? Have you become the person that's always just available? You know, or have you been able to set the tone and let someone know this is what I require, this is what I want, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I need? And a lot of times we just allow people to put us in a group or put us in a position. And if you're naturally a healer, I think it's easy to get sucked into certain situations where people need help or they need advice and you just end up, you know, helping them out and draining yourself. And they tell you all kind of mess and stuff that they're going through and you have to take all that stuff on and never really be able to, you know, bring it off of you or whatever. Or if you have issues setting boundaries and you're always a friend that says yes, you know, if you're ever going to get anything, if you're going to just continue to let people take advantage of you, or are you ever going to be able to be served? Are you ever going to be able to be poured into truly in your relationships? Or are you only going to be in spaces where people are taking from you? You know, it's super important to think about how we connect with people um, because no matter how old we get, we're always going to have bullies in life. And if you have anybody that makes you feel selfish, that makes you feel guilty for choosing you, that makes you feel like you're a bad friend for choosing you, that is nasty with you if you tell them no, that person's a bully and they're not your friend. They're not your friend. Anyone that loves you wants you to make decisions for yourself. They want you to prioritize your mental health. They want you to prioritize your well being. They want you to be about your money, your family, your life, your healing, your wellness. And if you have anybody in your life, no matter who that is, that will suck their teeth at that, turn their nose up at that, get an attitude about that, shut you out about that. You know, that main character syndrome, that very, very big ego that, you know, doesn't allow people to put themselves on the back burner so they can recognize the need of others, you know, the importance of others. That's a total red flag. And you have to be mindful of those connections because a lot of times we feel like, oh, this is just how this person is. But does this make you really feel good? Because a lot of people just are like that and that's cool. But how does that make you feel? Being on the receiving end of that treatment, does that make you feel good about yourself? Is someone else feeling good more worthy than you feeling good, more important than you feeling good? Is that really the case? Because we are all our main characters. Nobody else is gonna be like, wait, hold on. Let me see how she feeling. Nobody's gonna do that. Nobody's gonna say, let me see what they got going on. They're not gonna do that. People are gonna do what feels best to them. People know how they're feeling. When you're going throughout your day, nobody else's emotions are running through your head 24 seven, except for yours. You only know how you are feeling. That's it. Anybody else is guessing about how you're feeling based on what you show them. So people are operating from a sense of this is what I need. And just like you come into a group and you might be the mom friend or the friend that's giving advice or the friend that's trying to help everybody on their journey or whatever. Somebody else could enter a friend group and be like, how are, how are you going to benefit me? How are you going to benefit me? I need this from you. I need this from you. That might be how they step into their relationships. And it's up to you to set a boundary or it's up to you to fall into that role and become who they want you to be.
And I think a lot of times when we do that, we resent friendships, we resent connections because we feel like, oh, I always end up being this person. But it's up to you to say, this is not what I'm doing. This is who I am. And if you think it's selfish, then we can't be friends. If you are going to treat me this way because I'm putting down a boundary, then we can't be friends. And everyone isn't going to like your boundaries or respect them. Um, and that's totally fine. It is what it is. Everybody isn't going to like and respect their boundaries as well. You know, that's why it's important to not feel like you have to click with everybody or be cool with everybody. Some people just aren't for you. Some people you just outgrow. And it is what it is. It's nothing to take personally. Um, we don't know where we're going. You don't know who you're becoming. So we always have to understand that the work that we're doing on a day-to-day, -day, especially in friendship, is preparing us for what's next. It might not make sense right now, um, but it will whenever we're in the spaces that we need to be into. So really be mindful of what situations you've been in in the past where someone has automatically put you in the role of being this kind of partner, this kind of friend, and be mindful of what boundaries you can set um, to make sure that you're setting the tone to show up how you want to show up. Alrighty, guys. Let's talk about what roles serve you best in relationships. So, of course, I'm speaking for all of the friends who are the mom friends. Um, shout out to us. Or, you know, the recovered mom friends. Because I'm definitely a recovered mom friend. I'm not a mom friend anymore. Absolutely not. But I used to be a mom friend. And, you know, I had all the relationship advice, all the job advice, all the everything advice. And um, I'm also a Leo. I feel like that can just be a Leo thing, you know, just trying to fix everything, trying to make everything perfect. Um, of course, out of love. But, you know, I think it's a Leo thing, too. So, yeah, just being a leader, being ready to help everybody. You know, um, I was definitely that girl. You know, I'm the one doing the hair and the makeup for everybody for the birthday. I'm the one taking the pictures. Like, I'm just always the first one to raise my hand and volunteer to to show up, to be that person. If somebody is drunk in the bathroom, I'm the one getting them the water. I'm the one making sure that they cool and everybody got their keys. Like, that's just always been me. And I had to realize that that was not what served me best in my relationships. And this was something that I loved, you know, as much as I love taking care of people, you would really think that I would want children, but I don't. Um, I love taking care of people. Like if anybody was ever sick, if anybody ever needed me to do anything, like that's just one of my um, love languages of showing love, acts of service. Like I love taking care of people. I love handling things for people. Any of my friends that I've had that have done their own businesses, I've done their social media for them. I've done their logos for them. I've set up websites for people. When I was in cosmetology school, I was setting up everybody's website and policy and getting everything together. And that's just what I've always loved to do. Um, and sometimes it serves me and sometimes it doesn't. Because if you are a friend like that, you know, what happens when you set up someone's whole life and they don't do anything with it? What happens when you give someone advice for 18 months on a relationship and they don't listen to it and they're still in a bad space? What happens when you do whatever you can to try to help someone see something or help them get well and they're not taking your advice, they don't wanna hear what you have to say, or they listen and they never apply it? Does that truly serve you then? Does that serve you? So I had to ask myself, does it serve me to automatically offer healing, wisdom, advice, nurturing? Does it automatically serve me to offer that energy? Or should I wait to see if people want that energy from me? Because I have friends who'll say, I want your opinion on this. I wanna know if I'm not crazy. Let me know how you feel about this. This is what I've been dealing with. And then we can talk about it. But the friendship doesn't have to be based on 
What can I do to make this person, you know, get the best relationship of their life and live the life of their dreams and be the best version of themselves? Like, I don't have to ensure that everybody around me is living their best life. If you're living your best life, girl, that is great. And if you're not living your best life, then that's cool too. I will support you until you feel like doing something different. Like, you know, it's not on me to bring the best out of you or to make you realize something about yourself, you know? And I definitely felt like that for a while. I definitely felt like I only wanted certain friends who were, you know, in my same space of healing, in my same space of growth. And that did not serve me in relationships relationships because you cut yourself off from so many people who can teach you things, so many people who can inspire different parts of you, remind you of parts of you that you've forgotten. When you allow yourself to connect with all people versus people that you feel are on their healing journey, quote unquote, or people that you feel are on your level, quote unquote. Um, But you know, I think that that's kind of what happens when you become the person that's always trying to take care of people. Eventually, you you just want people who are already taken care of. You want people that are already put together. And then that can make you resent, again, relationships and stuff because nobody's put together. Everybody needs healing. But we can heal each other just through our love, through our conversation, through our laughter, through our fun times with each other. We don't have to heal each other through therapy sessions and, you know, making the friendship a mentorship. You know, we can actually heal by just enjoying space with each other. We can heal by doing life together. And I think it's important, again, to getting back into that avatar energy, figure out what role um, serves you best in your relationships in your life. Um, I feel like for me, the role that serves me best is just being like the like the firefighters like I'm dormant I'm chilling in the station I got sandwiches back here we doing stretches in the morning and if you need me call me I'll be there in 30 seconds or less but other than that I'm sleeping in a bunk bed we chilling you know like you know how firefighters ain't really doing nothing they just in there chilling at the station until somebody call them that's the kind of friend I am I'm not you know patrolling the city looking for problems like the cops I'm not doing that I'm sleep in the station, in my bunk bed, I'm asleep. I'm gonna get up in the morning, have me some breakfast. I'm chilling. I'm not thinking about you. I'm not worried about you. I'm here. I'm here if you need me, but I'm chilling. You know, I'm doing my own thing. And if you call me, I'm prepared. I'm ready. I know what you need and there gonna be no problem. I'm gonna come in there, clean it up and it's gonna be good. I'm gonna get there to you in the nick of time. That's the type of role that serves me best because I don't always have to be worried about my friends then. I don't always have to have going on in my mind. Are they okay? What do they need? Are they going to be doing this? Um, Did they look up the thing that I told them to look up? Did they do the thing I told them to do? Did they try the thing? I told? It's like, release the pressure off of yourself from feeling like you have to be friend of the millennium and always do the extra mile and, you know, step into spaces that people didn't even ask of you. You know, I think it's great for people to know that you are available, that you do have the ability to help them with what they need help with, connect with them when they need to be connected with, you know, whatever the case may be. But you also want to give people, you know, the space to be themselves. You want to give people the space to make mistakes, just like you would want, you know, you want to give yourself the space to do that and you can still be a very very nurturing friend I'm a very very nurturing friend and you know the friends that love to have conversations about what's going on in life I feel like all of my friends are like that I feel like I can have deep life you know introspective conversations with everyone Um, but I do feel like there should be a balance where the friendship isn't based around you know 
just improvement you know it should really be based around enjoying each other enjoying each other's space and you know making the friendship something that really is going to benefit you because when the basis of a friendship is compassion understanding and support you end up being able to grow with each other so much more than if that was just what you were trying to do out the gate you know it's like and this might be kind of like a strange analogy analogy to use but it's kind of like if you have a kid and and, you know, people say, don't, you know, try to force anything on your kid, like make them do sports or make them do anything. Just see whatever they want to do and let them do their thing. I feel like it should be the same thing with friendships. Like when you bring somebody in your life and you try to force them to be a certain thing, they're probably always going to disappoint you. You're always going to be aggravated and be thinking, how can I make them do this or make them do this? Because they're never going to be that. Like you put that on them. They're never going to be that. And then eventually they're just going to become who they want to become, who is exactly who they were meant to be. But you're going to hate that because you're going to be comparing that to who you wanted them to be. But that's never who they were. Like when people come into your life, even when pe people grow up, we automatically become who we were supposed to be. The only reason it's a problem is because somebody had an expectation of you that doesn't match up to who you really are. So when you allow people to just, you know, be who they want to be for you, when you have that patience, when you're able to just, you know, see what the see what the vibe is given, see what the connection is given, see how it's benefiting you, see how it's benefiting them, you're able to get so much more authenticity out of your relationships versus the same kind of cookie cutter responses and cookie cutter reactions and interactions with people thinking that that is going to, you know, lead you to the promised land of relationships. Most of the time it isn't. Most of the time it's going to be stressful. It's going to be frustrating. Um, and it can even, you know, set you back a little bit. So I I think it's super important to just be mindful um, of how you're going to be making these connections um, and just thinking about who you are showing up as um, and, you know, being really, really mindful of that and even asking yourself who you are in relationships. How can you best serve the connections you're stepping into in a way that's going to serve you? Remember, the relationships that you're in, the connections that you're in should be serving you as well. Who you are in them should be serving you, not stressing you out, not overwhelming you. So keep that in mind when you're focusing on what role you should step into. And the last thing that we're going to touch on is just boundaries and strength. So I think strength is super important to bring up um, because you have to really be strong to, you know, set boundaries in relationships. You have to be strong to love someone and tell them no. You have to be strong to just understand that, um, you know, wanting to be a good friend doesn't mean that we allow everything. It doesn't mean that you can't say no. It doesn't mean that you have to just be who this person wants you to be solely. You know, it's possible to grow away from people. It's possible to realize that, you know, you're in a situation that doesn't serve you anymore and that doesn't make you a bad friend. I feel whenever we step into relationships trying to serve such a huge, you know, role of, you know, kind of saving our friend, this new person in our life, we want to, or even a partner, we want to save them from ever feeling pain or ever feeling confusion. Like we just want to come into their life and make everything different. And that isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I do think that we have to be realistic about, you know, this person's life, everything that they have going on, everything that they're experiencing. And we have to, you know, remember that our role in their life 
isn't as big as we could be thinking about it. Of course, you're the main character. So you're seeing this new friendship as something that's absolutely fantastic. And maybe they're seeing it as the same, but they have other relationships. They have other trauma. They have things that they want to do. They have certain goals. So we all have so many different things that are playing a role in our life. We have so many different things that are pouring into, you know, who we are, who we want to be, how we want to move. And it can be difficult to recognize like, you know, everything I have going on and everything this person has going on, these things are not working together anymore. You know, I might need to move forward without this person. I might not be able to relate to this person anymore. It takes a lot of strength to have to set a boundary, um, to have to start saying no to someone, to have to, you know, have a conversation with someone that maybe has been trying to guilt trip you into saying yes, or they feel like you are owed something, or maybe you can't do something for them and they've been really, you know, mean with you about it or nasty with you about it. It can be hard to have a conversation with someone and say, you know, I am setting a boundary here. I don't have to be there for you. I don't have to say yes every time you call. I have my own life. I'm going to absolutely be there for you whenever I can. But if ever I can't, I need to feel okay about it. And I can't have you making me feel guilty about that. Because if you couldn't ever show up for me, I wouldn't do that to you. So I need to make sure that I'm getting the same treatment. I need to make sure I'm getting the same grace. Like how can we move forward and serve each other better? It's difficult to have conversations when people are not serving you, but it's even more difficult to just let these relationships stay in your life because eventually a conversation is gonna be had or you're just going to stop talking to each other and never form your relationship again. And I always think it's sad to just kind of never speak to someone again, you know, where you don't really know what happened in a relationship, but you know that it's absolutely over the friendship, you know, it's absolutely over. And there was never really a conversation. You kind of just grew apart. You know, you could have said something that rubbed them the wrong way. Maybe they never spoke to you again or vice versa. So I think that, you know, it takes, of course, a lot of strength to be open in relationships. It takes a lot of strength to recognize that someone's trying to put you in a certain role that you don't want to be in just in a romantic relationship. It's the same thing you know if someone is trying to move into your house or move into your life and you don't really want that it can be difficult to kind of be like okay wait I know this is what you might be looking for but I can't give this to you in terms of friendship in terms of relationship so is there a way for us to serve each other or do we have to go our separate ways it's not the worst thing in the world but it does take a lot of strength to have to walk away from someone especially if you're the type of friend again or person that is walking with healing in mind where you want to set somebody free and you know take care of them and help them with all of these things and now you're worried about leaving them behind or whatever the case may be so i think that it's super important um to just you know be strong and be strong for yourself and always remember that you have to protect your heart you have to protect your heart because once your heart goes bad once your heart goes sour and you don't trust people you don't want relationships you don't want love you have just a nasty disposition about people that you might want to you know connect with or people that you might want to meet you know you have a bad taste in your mouth about, you know, friendships or, you know, just trusting people, or you feel like you'll never be able to have the connection that you want. It's not worth it to allow certain connections to just stay in your life when you know it isn't serving you because eventually it'll kind of 
turn you sour, you know, from the inside out. We all know people, or you might be this person, or you've been in spaces like this, where we've said, I'm not trying to make no more friends. I'm not trying to connect with no new people. I can't trust new people. I know I say it all the time. Like, I'm good on bringing anybody new into my life because I'm just not, it's just not for me. But it's never about, you know, new situations being the problem. It's never about new connections being the problem. The problem is always finding people that you can actually relate to. And I think nine times out of 10, you know very early on if someone is supposed to be in your life or not. You already know that. But because we try to keep relationships in our life long past their expiration date, because we try to ignore the signs that tells us this person might not be for us, because we aren't patient in it, we don't give ourselves time to sit back and watch, we're ready to just dedicate all of our time and all of our energy into these relationships you know it's going to put us in a really uncomfortable space every time it's going to put us in an uncomfortable space every time it's like we run away from the frustration of trying to make those decisions right there on the spot but in the end we have to make the decision of walking away for good because this person isn't going to serve us and maybe we knew it eight months ago but we're just now doing something about it So building a relationship with yourself is going to be great. Connecting with yourself is going to be great. Boosting yourself up is going to be great. Reminding yourself of who you are, reminding yourself of your power um, and not feeling like, you know, you have to always be right for everybody. You're not going to be right for everybody. And don't be afraid to have hard conversations. You will be surprised what you learn from people when you're just honest with them. And if you truly can't be honest with someone, then maybe they shouldn't be in your life. You should be honest with everybody. You should be able to be honest with everybody. Um, And if you have trouble having conversations with people, start having conversations with yourself in the mirror, write out what you want to say, record it on your camera, look at yourself, you know, get comfortable with communicating, even if you're doing it with yourself first for a while, get comfortable with that because eventually you're going to have to speak your mind whether you do it through a phone call whether you meet up with somebody whatever the case may be eventually you're going to do that um and you're gonna have to you know and there's nothing wrong with it so get comfortable with letting your voice be heard and just be open to stepping into these new spaces because i feel like it's time for all of us to really get the relationships we need. Like, I feel like a lot of us are ready for community or we're doing what it takes to step into community. We're trying to figure out, you know, like, okay, if I want community, I have to do this. We're thinking about our own relationships and making sure we do things differently. Um, And of course, the only way to do those things differently is to step into some new spaces and see what it is, see what the vibe is and see, you know, how we do when we're actually in these situations. Um, But I think that, you know, it's gonna be great for us to just be able to, Um, serve ourselves in a different way connect with relationships in a different way that's really going to elevate you and do what it's supposed to do because I've definitely been one of the people that I felt like relationships don't matter and people don't matter and I can do life by myself but trust me okay someone that wanted to do life alone and I have to have friends and a support team now life is so much better when you're doing it with your true soul family when you're doing doing it with the people that you're supposed to be doing it with and it's definitely worth it to have those people in your life it's worth all the frustration all of the anger all of the tears and you know the the stress that you dealt with trying to get to the point where you knew what you needed in relationships it's a completely worth all of that to be able to know for sure 
what you need and be able to connect with people that can serve you and give you the things that you have been waiting on. Um, and of course, don't be afraid to set boundaries. Let people know what the fuck you want. You know, just like they're quick to let you know what they want. Let it be known what you want. And like I said, have conversation with yourself in front of the mirror, write lists about what you're looking for and just do the necessary work to make sure you're able to, you know, manifest that. But like I said, I feel like we are all in the space where it is time to level up and get the relationships we've been waiting on. And I think it's going to be really great. I think this is a great time to, you know, be ready to step into some great new connections that are going to, you know, make you feel differently, show you some different things and just, you know, set you up for success, of course. So yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Chime in on the Instagram at Sacred Solidarity and let me know how you feel about this conversation. I really appreciate you guys as always. And I'm so excited to get into everything that we're going to be getting into as we wrap up this year. I thank you guys for being here as always. And I appreciate you guys. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great one and I will see you guys next time. Bye guys. Bless.